This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world. Built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Join the discussion at Ping.tv slash gold. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dustin Gold. Welcome to the Dustin Gold Standard. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Monday evening, Tuesday morning. Thank you very much for stopping by and checking out the show. That was the corniest opening of all time. I don't know what I was thinking, ladies and gentlemen. I was just kind of in a daze. I've got so many things going on right now. Like, for instance, last night I made a jalapeno cheddar bread, and that was amazing, folks. Amazing. So uh, I did a jalapeno cheddar bread. I made some toast, melted a little goat cheese on there and put some strawberry jam from Farmer Carol. And uh, with that spice, that kick from the jalapeno with the sweet jam and the creamy uh, goat cheese, because I melted it in the uh, air fryer. It was delicious, folks. I just had a couple bites, gave the rest to my wife and uh, mother-in-law. And then today, I went with my wife. We went to a dermatologist. So she's got these little skin tags and moles. (laughs) It's quite embarrassing for her. But no, she inherited them from her father. I mean, it's not bad, but she hadn't had them checked out in a few years. And some of them got a little bit bigger while she was pregnant because of the hormones. So... We went to the dermatologist to have them checked out just to make sure, you know, there was nothing there. And it turned out, boom, none of them were actually moles. So everything is good. You know, no cancer or anything like that. Knock on wood. And I do have a wooden desk, so I just knocked on that, folks. So everything is good there on the home front. Willie G was great. He went with us. We didn't take him in. My mother-in-law stayed in the car with him. And I like to take him into those medical buildings and hospitals because... 
a lot of disease and stuff flying around in there, folks. So there's no reason to do that, ladies and gentlemen. All right, some other news. I see J-Mal over on Twitter. He's a member of pain.tv slash gold. He's been battling back and forth with some people that were or seemed to be defending Curtis Yarvin. If you remember, Curtis Yarvin is this guy who was funded by the transhumanist technocrat Peter Thiel, who has said that... Uh, transhumanism and Christianity are very similar because they both offer eternal life. Well, anyway, Curtis Yarvin, we did a series on him not long ago, folks, all about the new right, which I call the old left, and their push for a techno-fascist king. So J-Mal has been battling up there on Twitter with some folks that are defending Curtis Yarvin, it appears to be. So J-Mal, hat tip to you, my friend, for spreading the word. I'm seeing a lot of you guys over on Twitter calling out scams and schemes in real time as you see them being rolled out and it's amazing to watch you guys it's amazing to watch you just call it out call out the problem reaction solution loop i'm seeing you do it all the time now so my hat's off to you guys as well folks if you'd like to join pain.tv slash gold please do that eight dollars and fifty eight cents a month i think it is and uh, half of that goes to mike moore half of that goes to me you get access to the ad-free video version of this podcast as well as the thomas Payne podcast that's mike's show and you could download the mobile app that's included or access the website it's facebook like easy to use a couple thousand people on there like-minded folks who are fans of both the dust and gold standard and the thomas Payne podcast and you can share information educate people learn from people start groups in there just like facebook there's people learning about farming and gardening and canning and jar loose head tony's over there he's great folks loose head tony knows all about gardening so a lot of great folks on there feel free to join us if you haven't done so leave us a five-star review at apple Podcasts and a comment we love that and it helps drive us up the charts folks remember we were 103 for news commentary about a week week and a half ago let's get that up to 50 by the middle of 2023 that would be fantastic i would owe you guys my life if you did that and uh, if you haven't done so please consider it i don't like begging but uh i will i will beg please please go over to donorbox.org slash dustin gold show and leave us a donation if you'd like to contribute to the show and help us grow and keep food on the table here at my house now you can do that folks eventually people are going to have to get skin in the game some major changes coming to the way that this show is distributed mike moore's going through some stuff over on his end and i'll make some of those announcements in the coming week or so and we'll also be launching this uh, rss feed that has the ad free full length audio versions of this podcast that'll be a subscription-based service and we're working on that as we speak so hopefully in the coming few days to a week we will have that ready to roll for those of you who want the ad-free audio version of this show i know some people have told me they don't want to join pain.tv slash gold because they're not going to watch the video they just want the audio and they'd really like the full-length version so we're going to be setting that up uh, we're in the process, and that'll be rolled out very soon, ladies and gentlemen. So that's it. 
That's it over here on the home front. That's the housekeeping. Uh, I have been texting back and forth with my good friend Dan Golvach. He's been on the show a couple of times. He's gearing up to come back on, ladies and gentlemen, because he has been researching alongside listening to the last 10 or so episodes of the Dustin Gold Standard. He's been digging deep into CBDC. He's back looking into Elon Musk. And Dan's been studying theology and studying occult occultism and all this stuff for over 40 years so he wants to come back on and drop some knowledge on you guys so i uh, told him the door is always open to him he's a good friend of mine so he'll be back <clears throat> we're gonna have maria albanese on shortly as you know the healing doc is going to be coming on uh from twitter you can check him out and then there's some guests from the audience i'm lining up as well as farmer carol and some people from our birthing experience so there's going to be a lot of guests rolled out hopefully all packed into this month as we work our way to the new year ladies and gentlemen some new branding is going to be coming out a whole bunch of things we're working on here at the dusty gold standard for you folks at home ladies and gentlemen all right so tonight what we're going to do is we're going to get back into the international monetary fund central bank digital currencies for financial inclusion risks and rewards and if you remember correctly ladies and gentlemen we are listening to uh several people folks several people i just want to bring it back up and i'm not going to go through their bios because we did that on yesterday's show all right so we have kristalina georgieva um she's actually hosting the panel discussion she had introduced uh, Queen Maxima of the Netherlands. So we have Queen Maxima. We're actually in the middle of listening to Queen Maxima right now. If you haven't done so, check out episode 109. You'll be able to catch back up. We have Kathleen Hayes. She is the moderator of the debate. We're calling her Kathy. Then we have the uh, Deputy Managing Director, Bo Lee. Uh, he's the Deputy Managing Director of the International Monetary Fund. We're just calling him Bo. All right, so you guys don't get lost. Then we have uh, Cecilia Skingsley, and she's the head of the Bank for International Settlements Innovation Hub. And so we're just calling her CC. All right, folks. Then we have Vera Songwe. All right, and she's uh, tied into the World Bank, International Finance Corporation, UN's Economic Commission for Africa. We're just calling her Vera. And then we've got the last one is Perry Wargio, and he is the governor of the Bank of Indonesia. So that's the Central Bank of Indonesia. He's the head of that. And I think if I remember correctly, ladies and gentlemen, let me just see real quick. He was also involved with, I think he was involved with the World Bank, if I uh, remember correctly, ladies and gentlemen. Where is it? Where, oh no, sorry, he was executive director of the International Monetary Fund. I stand corrected, folks. So, uh, this is the crew we're looking at. So, we have again, just so you guys don't get lost, we have Chris. All right, we have Queen. We have Bo. Or, sorry, we have Kathy. She's the moderator. Then we have Bo. All right. Then we've got. CC, and then we have Vera, and the final one is P. 
Perry, and I'm just writing down a new uh, a new uh, index for myself over here so I don't forget, ladies and gentlemen. So we are going to pick this back up where we left off. I actually backed it up about 30 seconds. So we're in the middle of uh, Queen Maxima's uh, lecture here. And as you guys know, she's a big fan, ladies and gentlemen, big fan of central bank digital currency and she's there to push that through the idea of inclusion for the unbanked and the underbanked and we're going to get into that during the discussion tonight i'm going to show you what a scam that operation is and as i told you yesterday in episode 109 the whole idea of bringing in the unbanked it's not because the central bankers here these technocratic banksters are philanthropic or they're altruistic folks no the reason why they're doing this is because they need everyone in the system so what she's talking about is telling the designers of this technology to make sure that they'll be able to include everyone down to the last redneck hillbilly up in the mountains of west virginia all the way to uh the little african boy with the flies around him and a plate in his lip because whether these people can access the internet or not, we need to make sure they are tied into the central bank digital currency system. This is a system of total control, ladies and gentlemen, a systematic control of the means of production and the distribution of goods and services. The main objective of technocracy going back all the way to 1919, as we covered here, in many, many episodes. So we're going to go through this International Monetary Fund uh, presentation. And, and let me bring up one thing. just want to give you an example. This is a real-world example. And I'm starting to hear this stuff more and more. My brother-in-law, fantastic photographer, okay? He's a real estate photographer. And so his busy season is normally spring and summer. Uh, some fall, it slows down in the winter and he works for a company he's a contractor he's been with them several years and he shoots uh in and around washington dc so he'll shoot i'm not even kidding you 15 17 18 million dollar mansions you know apartments uh that lobbyists usually buy in these buildings itself for one or two million dollars and so they had their annual meeting uh, a couple of days ago and the bosses the owners of this company told them that it's going to slow down one they said that uh people obviously aren't selling their houses as much as they were because the prices are dropping now that interest rates are up which if that affects this area the dmv that's really like the district of columbia maryland virginia area then that's really bad because this area really is never affected uh, when the economy dives when there's a recession or even a depression because it's all bloated government money you know so if we see that happen that's going to be pretty dangerous and they also told them that builders are slowing down on new building projects which they do a lot of those uh photographs both of apartments condos you know uh, subdivisions high-end houses and such so he told me that's happening but what really caught my attention is he said they're in deep trouble because a new gig app launched for photographers to shoot real estate so he said you have all these amateurs uh just non-trained photographers picking up cameras 
and bidding on shooting real estate projects for, say, $40, he said. And his company will get anywhere between three dollars and $500. But I'm telling you, they, they shoot the house like it's for a magazine. They also do 3D scanning with 3D walkthrough tours, and they also do videos, like video walkthroughs, documentary style. Really high-end stuff, beautiful stuff. And so... Um, he said what's happening is a lot of the agents are saying that quality doesn't matter anymore because the customers, regular people, don't care about quality. And they're just, they were just buying the houses so fast that they lost a bunch of work to these gig workers. So they'll just have an, an anybody, some guy who was doing Uber or Instacart last week, run out there for 40 bucks with a camera, snap some pictures, and upload them. So technocracy is a race to the bottom, folks, when it comes to you and me. And I've explained on the show here, everybody from the service workers being driven into the gig world to the artist being pushed onto Fiverr or Etsy or even this now, everyone selling yard sale stuff is on eBay or Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist. People like myself that are content creators or Mike Moore were pushed into Spotify, YouTube, BitChute, Rumble, all of these type of companies. So we are being driven into the technocratic platforms and it's very dangerous because once you're on the platform, and that is how you sell your skill, say you're a high-end real estate photographer, now you're at the whim of the technologists who write the algorithms, and they create the bids, and they can throttle how much money you actually make. This is very dangerous stuff, and he is not the first person in my personal life that I see who is affected uh, by the economy, by technology right now. I mean, it is accelerating at warp speed, ladies and gentlemen. It is here. This is why people need to start looking in the mirror, being realistic about this, and starting to work on what i said those five steps educate yourself and others insulate yourself from the coming technocracy the coming collapse uh start to segregate yourself from densely populated areas congregate with like-minded folks whether it be online at first at a place like pain.tv slash gold uh, or in real life build a support network and then five accelerate you need to accelerate your plans because the technocrats are accelerating their plans to drive us into the prison planet matrix ladies and gentlemen when i get back we'll pick up with queen maxima at the International Monetary Fund's Central Bank Digital Currencies for Financial Inclusion Risks and Rewards from October 14th, 2022. Very important panel discussion. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take a very important break. My name is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. And I see everybody out there. I don't know. The last 24 hours being drawn into the Elon Musk circus, folks. We covered Musk here over five or six episodes. Really in depth on Neuralink, his brain chip company, and showed you his ties uh, to Peter Thiel, the government, everything else that he's doing, folks. I mean, we covered who the real Elon Musk is. I've gotten into his grandfather on his mother's side being uh, one of the directors of the Canadian technocracy. 
I mean, we know who Musk is. And so this stuff going on right now is a complete and total clown show. I just can't believe certain people get pulled back in to defending him or thinking he's some kind of a hero. Folks, he's a government contractor. All right. Almost every one of his companies, I didn't dig through all of them, but Peter Thiel is behind him. You take SpaceX, for instance, that runs Starlink. All right. That's the satellites being launched all around the globe. You know, if you believe that, but I do, I I think they're going to basically run the fourth industrial revolution, the prison planet matrix. And so Peter Thiel was the first outside investor in SpaceX uh, with $20 million at the beginning. When he comes in at the beginning, that means he has, you know, a controlling say in these companies. I mean, Peter Thiel was the Don of the PayPal mafia while Musk was in the PayPal mafia. These are very dangerous characters. They're fronts for the state. They're puppet oligarchs. They're transhumanists and they're technocrats. I just don't know why people get drawn back into this. You know what Elon Musk is. You don't really have to figure out what his game is right now. Uh, And then then I'll bring this up because some people did ask, you know, what do you think this is about? Some people were speculating whether or not they were trying to create a situation to bring the government into this. Okay, major technocrats, folks, from George Soros on the supposed left. You remember him. George Soros, the unapologetic Jewish Nazi collaborator. And uh, all the way to people supposedly on the right, like Steve Bannon, they both have wanted for a long time for the social media companies to be turned into public utilities. And there were actually people back uh, when Trump was in power on the supposed right calling for this, calling for this. Do you understand what will happen if they're turned into public utilities? All right, first of all, because these social media platforms have effectively become the town square. This is where people do all their bitching and moaning and uh, politicking on Twitter and Facebook and other places. If they choose one of these companies from each of the sort of social media sectors, so if you took Twitter as the short form, you took Facebook as the uh, matching up people with their old high school buddies, if you took LinkedIn as a professional platform and say YouTube as the video platform and you turn them into public utilities, you then stop all other competition. Now, I think we're past this. I think pretty much the internet is a rigged joke at this point. But I'm serious about this. That's what will occur. There'll be no more competition. Those people will be the purveyors of truth. And that's what you're going to see locked in for decades to come. So if Elon is part of that, it would not surprise me, obviously. He works for the system. He does whatever he's told. He is not a free man. He's not some self-made billionaire running around. He is a puppet of the state, ladies and gentlemen. He's an extension of the state. So if you're having fun poking around on there and following that, you know, more power to you. But don't get drawn back into this. He's not Iron Man. He's not here to save us. The guy wants to drill a brain chip into your head. He wants to replace you with his uh, new robot. And uh, he's building the satellite system to run the prison planet. He is no friend of yours. He's no friend of mine. He's not cool. He's not hip. Uh, Frankly, I don't even find him to be interesting. He's like a clown, basically. Uh, He was the best of the weirdo technocrats that they could put out there in a black leather jacket looking like uh, Knight Rider, you know, going out there 
dressed up like Knight Rider or or David Copperfield with a black leather jacket with the stick-up collar. I mean, it's ridiculous at this point, folks. So uh, don't waste a lot of your time. All right, keep an eye on his government contracts. Keep an eye on what he's doing with the military-industrial complex. Keep an eye on what he's doing with the other technocrats and the other transhumanists. Uh, don't be distracted by these tweets that are coming out that I don't even think they're his, folks. He probably has a $10 an hour virtual assistant pumping that stuff out, just trolling people. It's so ridiculous that people buy into this. All right, let's continue to something much more important than Elon musk and this is the people at the top of the food chain the top level puppets uh the people who are the representatives the face the public relation managers of the central banks of the world bank of the international monetary fund of the bank for international settlements of the world economic forum these folks that are literally the uh, technocratic economic terrorists these terrorists that topple countries to then go in and wave around a check and say, sell us your sovereignty, sell us your freedom, sell us your liberty, just like they've done here in the United States. People don't realize it. They don't realize we were conquered, but we were conquered. We live in a technocracy. We are under the culture of technocracy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I backed it up 30 seconds. Let's go to Queen Maxima. The ability to make and receive payments. As we know, Traditional financial services create many roadblocks for the poor, such as high transaction fees, minimum account balances, or formal proof of identification. New new digital financial services also face obstacles for the poor, such as low level of trust in digital systems, lack of smartphones, uh, certainly among certain groups, among other challenges. Okay, so you guys heard that yesterday in episode 109, but that's the whole selling point. Tug at the heartstrings. All these poor people, they can't get IDs. They don't have access to the internet. So as I said yesterday, and I'm going to do some research into the technology, we talked all about central bank digital currency, universal basic income, uh, the Ethereum platform and protocol, the company consensus, how they're actually building the technology, how they're wiring this CBDC infrastructure together using existing banking infrastructure with partners like Visa and MasterCard and all the major banks. They're running a test right now in the United States out of the Federal Reserve for this. So, what I think they're going to get to is there is going to be, there's either going to be some sort of a satellite based internet system, some sort of a smartphone that runs from this satellite, some sort of a smart device, uh, and or the rice size microchip that goes in your hand, which I showed you, it's 100% real. You could just Google it. Uh, microchip in hand for payments. There's companies here that already do it. There's companies in Poland that are doing it. It's all very real. It's all out there. And so they're going to have a system that operates like that and or at the lowest level, the most uh, sort of basic tech level, you're going to run around with basically a credit card with some RFID chip in it that has your CBDC. Now, how people are going to check that and see what their balances are, I don't know. They'll probably put up kiosks like ATM machines that people can plug their card in or tap their card. It'll tell them what their balance is. 
But this is all coming, and that's what she's talking about. Making sure inclusion means it means enslaving everyone. That's what it means, okay? It's a system of total enslavery. So inclusion means, hey, we need everyone down to the last mud hut to be included in this system, guys. Let's not leave anyone out. All right, let's continue with the queen. CBDCs could help provide the best of both worlds, encouraging providers to lower costs and broaden access, while also incorporating the advantages of central bank money, such as safety, finality, liquidity, and integrity. Okay, so we've heard that before in the discussion for the World Economic Forum. One of the pitches is that the central bank brings the stability, therefore it brings trust, but the private sector, the commercial banks, are going to bring the innovation and the technology, right? And so the central bankers have already told the commercial bankers, listen, we won't cut you out of the loop. You're going to have a seat at the table, and you're going to manage all of the private accounts. So Dustin can still have an account at Chase or at Wells Fargo or at TD Bank or Bank of America or some local bank, you guys will manage those private accounts, but the CBDC is going to come from us, the central bank, and we are going to be the ones who handle the payment. We're going to be the middleman between transaction A coming from Dustin Landing and transaction B going to Mike Moore. All right, but you guys can handle signing the people up and all that kind of nonsense. So we know they're creating buy-in for all the different players that need to be on board with building the actual infrastructure to make this system work. Let's continue. CBDCs could also aid in upgrading and connecting payment systems, both domestically and across borders, with all the benefits of having interoperable systems. All right, so you heard her just there. That's what we just said. She's talking about upgrading the current infrastructure and having these interoperable systems. That means Visa, MasterCard, all these type of things are going to work. All the little tap machines and the uh, stick your card in and the swipe machines and all that stuff at the grocery stores, ATM machine, that's all going to work. We're going to use that existing infrastructure they have to that's how you get people to adopt the technology i've explained it before over at pain.tv slash gold the mobile app and the website are similar to facebook and it was done that way intentionally because for you guys you don't have time to go learn a whole new platform so you if you're going to build something now uh like a private website like if i was going to build one for the dust and gold standard and try to get you guys to sign up on there i've either got to make it work like twitter or i have to make it work like youtube or i have to make it work like facebook something that you guys can pick up easily because if you're going to go on there to hang out with a community of three four five hundred people a thousand people you don't want to have to learn an entirely new system and sit there for nine hours figuring out how the gold standard works no you need to be able to just use it like facebook or twitter Um, so that's what they're talking about here they're going to run this adoption campaign using all the existing infrastructure to be able to get people to adopt the new technology cbdc without a hassle 
All right, and that's all part of bringing you into this system of slavery. We're going to lower transaction fees. It's going to be easy to use. It's going to be inclusive. They're going to get you loans. They're going to have all types of perks to drive you into this system. Who knows, folks? It might be like COVID land, the high school theater production. They'll be handing out sprinkled donuts. And uh, if they were launching it in October, they would have pumpkin spice uh pumpkin spice coffee uh for you guys to have here you know i mean this is the type of uh system these guys run this is the propaganda this is the marketing and so this is what they're talking about here but she is really focused on inclusion they want to make sure they drag everyone in to the prison planet system that's the way this is going to work but by bringing in the various countries and telling them they can still have so-called sovereign currency they could call it the us cbdc instead of the nwo cbdc and all the commercial banks and the regulated non-banks and the visas and MasterCards. Don't worry. You guys all get a seat at the table. You all get to play ball with the central bank. All right, folks, when we get back, we're going to get back here to Queen Maxima. All right, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard. I'll be right back right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. 